You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Welcome to Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we are back to talk more Ms. Marvel on Disney Plus this season and probably series finale, episode six yes. called No Normal. I, I haven't heard any talk about whether or not they will bring this back for another season of the show. I know the next thing for Kamala Khan is the the marvels Marvel's movie i yes. don't know what happens after that though i don't know if they go back to a show i honestly i think mm. they're just using this to move the movies forward so i just assume there's going to be like more movies i think it's so possible. far the only series that has announced a season two is loki yes and well the animated show has a second season oh as well. i did not watch that so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't get into it I, basically because yeah. like it it um it totally negates one of my basic life rules, which is like I don't play the what if game. Like ah yeah 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 yeah, and I'm like so I'm like I don't want to see it. <laughs> it was it was a mixed bag. There were some fun episodes, and then there were some that were like eh, all right, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Thinking about this character, yeah, I don't. Mm, like, I don't want to sound like I'm diminishing the character or the performances or anything by saying, I don't know if this would be a good movie, like solo movie character. I well, feel like. I hear you, but mm-hmm. also, like, they're definitely trying to, like, pass torches. Oh, and a million so, like, percent. So I think she's just, like, the next mm-hmm. person. You know, like, so this is, like, yes. the torch passing kind of a thing. Like, yes. kind of like. Kate Bishop was to Hawkeye, so like absolutely. I, although I don't think she's replacing Captain Marvel, who's relatively new to all this, but is but don't people not like Brie Larson or something? Well, I don't know. Sure, lots weird. of lots of people don't like Brie Larson because she said some things about guys on the internet and uh, stuff about the patriarchy or whatever. I don't I don't remember what it was that. Oh she no said no no! Was. I don't mean. I thought I meant like I thought Marvel like the studio like didn't like her or something. Oh no, I, don't I could be wrong. I don't think there's problems okay. there. Uh, well, never mind. I know that they had issues with Scarlett Johansson at one point, but um, that well, was well, I mean, the- she got screwed out of some money. Yes, like, she did. Yes, yeah, there was a feud there, but I don't know. I haven't yeah. heard anything about Brie Larson okay. and, and Marvel. Um, maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm, well, I, I mean, maybe you do and <laughs> I don't know. I, cause I just haven't read it, but, uh, the only, the only thing that came to my mind was that time that a bunch of people on the internet got mad at her movie because she said some things 
Uh, uh, because she like is a strong, independent woman who stands <laughs> up for herself. Like, yeah, there oh were a lot of people were not fans of that. So, uh, anyway, let's talk about episode <laughs> six of Ms. Marvel. While Bruno and Kamran are on the run, and they're on the run because they survived that explosion, they don't show that to you, but it happened off screen. Uh, Agent Deaver orders a citywide lockdown to find the pair. Kamala crafts a disguise using a gift from her mother and Kareem's cloth before reuniting with the boys. And by disguise, of course, we mean the Ms. Marvel uh, suit. Outfit. Essentially, yes. yes. Uh, with help from Nakia, Amir, and Zimmer, the group stall the Department of Damage Control agents. Cleary orders a retreat, but Deaver ignores him, and she leads a detachment of agents in storming the school where Kamala and her friends are hiding and arrests everyone except for Kamala and Kamran, who confront Deaver. She attacks him, but Kamala fights off the agents, allowing all of her friends to escape unharmed. Agent Deaver flees and is later uh, relieved of her duty by Agent Cleary. Kamala becomes a beloved figure in her community and takes the superhero name Ms. Marvel from her father, who tells her mm-hmm. that that is what Kamala means in uh, Urdu, I believe, is that her name means Marvel. So she yep. calls her Ms. Marvel. Uh, while Kamran flees to Pakistan and meets Kareem, as arranged by Kamala, Bruno later mm-hmm. tells Kamala that she possesses some sort of genetic, I, I don't know what you'd call it, a, a mutation. Pause ah, for gasps ah. and applause. Uh, <laughs> which the rest of her family seems to lack. And then in a mid credit scene, Kamala's mm-hmm. bracelet starts going all wackadoo and she gets sucked into some weird vortex thingy. It, it like mm-hmm. blows a hole through her closet door. And then who should step from the, uh, the rubble, but one Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel herself, who is, uh, really caught off guard to be standing in what is essentially uh, a shrine to her. But clearly, whatever happened, it seems Captain Marvel and Ms. Marvel swapped places. They're connected. Yes, they are. And we will find out what happens uh, to them in the Marvel's movie, which is going to be coming out. Is that next year? I think. Probably at this point. I don't remember anymore. I still, I'm pretty sure there's at least one more MCU movie out this year. And I think it's the Black Panther Wakanda Forever movie. Um, But it could be wrong. There could be two more. Sounds right. But I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of all this stuff. And I'm usually really good at keeping track of it. Um, But here. (laughs) There's just too much. There's too much. Uh, So what did you think of the series slash season finale? Yes, I actually I enjoyed it. I liked the sh- I liked the show. I liked this the um the finale. Mm-hmm. Um the dad in this episode was like probably my favorite. He was Yeah, he was really good. He was so wonderful. I just absolutely loved him in this. Um and him and the brother um both um I liked the brother in this episode like when um he because all of a sudden he like pops up and uh when Kamala's like, What are you doing? and he's like, Mom sent me to look after you and it's like <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> felt very legitimate. <laughs> it did. Like that's such a mom thing. I was like, he's, okay. He's the older brother, right? <laughs> yeah. She has superpowers though. She's still like, Go look after your little sister. Yes. Like, what it is he so- gonna do? 
Right. I, but it was so cute to me. And yeah. such like a, a sibling moment. Um, oh, yeah. I will say, though, what I didn't where this episode lacked a little bit for me, like and it was kind of it kind of follows with what we talked about last week when mm-hmm. um, I don't remember her name. Who's the clandestine? Who, who's Cameron's mom? Oh, um, Najma. Najma. Um, it was kind of like when she like. I guess died, you know, um, similar with Cameron, like, cause he was just very grief stricken and like getting very angry and throwing his powers around that he doesn't know how to control really yet. And then it was very quick for Kamala to be like, your mom loves you now go to safety. And I'm like, wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) All of that happened so quick. It was very, very quick. It seemed Mm -hmm. like it felt like they were trying to do a lot. Yeah. And just didn't give enough time for some of the the bigger moments. What I did mm. love about this episode, though, was the um, the whole chase scene in the school. Yeah. With the um, Department of Damage Control. Yeah. That was very fun. Um, I loved, you know, kind of like the Home Alone style of it. <laughs> yeah, um, that's I was trying to think of what that reminded me of. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, so, and I thought it was very, so, you know, there were moments like that that were very sweet, but... Um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. I liked the series. I thought, and I I learned a new hero. I don't know much about Miss Marvel, so for me, mm. it was just like a toe dip into this world. Sure. So I enjoyed it. I thought this was really good too. Uh, mm-hmm. It didn't quite match the heights of what I loved about the show at the very beginning, but it managed to wrap up everything in a in a pretty good way. Yeah. Uh, the school stuff is weird to me because part of me enjoyed the wackiness of it all. Yes. And then there's also a part of my brain that's like, they've got like Iron Man guns and like they're getting defeated by people with like baseball shooting. Teenagers. They're Yeah, they're being, they're being <laughs> defeated by automatic baseball pitchers and uh, kids on bikes and things like that. And I'm like, ah. Uh, Maybe they aren't the most effective department in the United States government. Uh, (laughs) They uh, look to be fair. It was wacky and zany, and it was probably improbable that they managed to escape. Uh, But also the clandestines managed to escape their prison with like no problems at all. So maybe they're just really, really bad at their jobs. Uh, That's possible. Um, It's possible. Kamala got to say her comic book phrase, which is, of course, embiggen, which is a goofy comic book phrase. But What is that? Uh, I missed that. Well, uh, that's the moment where her hands and arms got really big and she grew really tall or whatever. Oh, she yeah. embiggened herself. Um, oh. Fans of The Simpsons might remember the Springfield quote about embiggening or whatever. I don't remember what it is, but... Um, it's a perfectly cromulent word, uh, is what Love I've it. been told. Uh, so <laughs> there's like three people laughing at that right now. Um, uh, she got so she got to say her thing from the comics. All of that stuff was like okay, like this is the episode where she gets her suit. Um, you yeah. know, all all of those things kind of come together. Uh, honestly, uh, like I thought this was good, but I was sort of waiting for something like really big to happen. And it eventually it did, right? We saw an Avenger show up at the mm-hmm. end of this. We saw a setup for a future Marvel movie. I, I was sort of wondering when Najma died in the last episode, 
Yeah, you know, like, where, what do, it? where do we go from here? To, is like Comron the bad guy? And it sort of feels like this episode couldn't figure out whether they wanted him to be or not, because for portions yeah. of it, he was just a nice guy. And then he's like, wait a minute, my mom's dead. Now I'm a villain and I just want to blow up everything. Right. Uh, and then he said the veil is his home. So I was very confused. Even like, though he was not born there. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I have questions. And I still want to know where Bruno's parents are. Like, why, yeah. why are we not talking? We've about never that? seen them. Maybe they blew up when the uh, that would be horrific. When why Circle is he K not sad? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I'm mean, clearly they must not have been there or no. maybe they've been gone a long time. Maybe Bruno's just been an emancipated teen since like he turned yeah. 14 or something and he's just been on his own. Uh, that's possible. I don't I don't know anything about Bruno. I should go look it up because uh, he, he is from the comics. Maybe they mentioned in there. Maybe they mentioned where his family is. <laughs> maybe this is comic accurate. Maybe it's like they don't talk about his parents in the comics either. So maybe it's yeah. <laughs> this isn't Batman. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's comics accurate. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought they they more or less made up from some of the shortcomings from the last episode. Mm -hmm. uh, visually, things looked better at times. Comron's crystalline spiky things didn't look all that good, but then there were other moments where they looked like really cool. Uh, so mm. it so was a little hit or miss, but yeah, uh, I sort of, I'm trying to figure out exactly how Comron escaped. It feels to me like he escaped because Kamala made like a bubble around them so that she could sort of like talk him down. And then he's just, She's like, I'm just going to blow a big hole in the earth and you're just going to, yeah. you're going to, he took it to the water. Yeah. <laughs> you're just going to, you're going to go down there and, uh, and get, and get out. So, uh, and I guess that is a tunnel happens. for him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's, a, I mean, it's a little weird and it did wrap itself up kind of quickly, but yeah. uh, I, I think more than anything, this show really wasn't about, I mean, it, it wasn't about the villains or this no. wasn't a compelling villain story or anything. This was to sort of explain how and why Kamala Khan ends up in essentially the Captain Marvel sequel movie. And I think I'm, I'm actually really, I know there were a lot of mixed people. We sort of alluded to it earlier. There are some mixed feelings about that first Captain Marvel movie, although I really enjoyed it. Uh, I did too. I thought it was super fun. Me too. I, I'm looking forward to the second one because mm -hmm. the it's not just this two-way bond either because it's also going to feature Monica Rambeau Monica. from mm -hmm. uh, WandaVision. Uh, all grown up and she has powers as well. And you've basically got Captain Marvel in the middle between these two people. One of them who used to look up to Captain Marvel when she was a little mm -hmm. kid. But for whatever reason, something happened somewhere. And she now has uh, ill feelings towards her. And then, of course, you've got Kamala who does look up to her. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that creates a really interesting dynamic. And. Uh, I didn't know Ms. Marvel before this show either, yeah. but, uh, well, I knew, I knew her a tiny bit. Like I'd heard about the comic when it got made because of course it made it rumblings on the internet. Yeah. Positive. And of course, negative rumblings on the internet, like with everything. So I did hear about it when it happened and, 
Uh, outside of that, I didn't know anything about her at all until I played the... They came out with an Avengers game uh, a couple of mm. years ago, which um, the story mode for that game was really good. The other stuff that came with that game was not so great, but the story mode of the game was a lot of fun, and it was a Kamala Khan story essentially about oh interesting yeah you basically play as her and eventually as the game continues on you get to play as other avengers as well but the story is sort of the story is sort of like this dark timeline where something bad happens and the avengers sort of break up and kamala tries to reunite them essentially and she is very much in the game and from what i can tell from the comics this show is very accurate to who she is in in yeah. those mediums. And I think even though I didn't know a lot about her, she's a relatable character to me, at least on the very base level of she's essentially an MCU fanboy, I guess, or fangirl. And it's like, yes. I can relate to this. I too am one of those. I also yes. like <laughs> the Marvel movies way, way, way too much. Um, yep. <laughs> and uh, I think the thing that really shines through about Aman Vellani's performance as Kamala Khan is that she's admitted as well, like, I'm a lot like her in that sense. She's like, I love yeah. movies, but I'm a big Marvel movies fan. Uh, somebody Jesus. somebody had found her. Um, she had like a, like a letterboxed account. Uh, and like all of the movies she's rated like a whole bunch of Marvel movies and mm-hmm. things like that. So Aww. yeah, she's a, uh, she's a big fan. Uh, and she's sort of, uh, I've heard her joke a few times that she's hoping this will get her a little more access to what's going on in Kevin Feige's head. So she <laughs> can like, I mean, that's Good what luck. I would, that's what I would want to do if I were her. I'm like, I'd, what are, you know, where are we, what, what is next? you know, if you just want to slip a, a sheet of paper under, under my door yeah. to let me know, you know, the next, I don't know, like 10 or 11 movies that are coming my way. Uh, and what they're about uh but i mean look yeah and why are we dropping mutants in here uh, i was just about to say i was just mm. about to say so uh because she's in from what i understand in the comics she's an inhuman yes correct not a mutant mm-hmm. they have completely divorced themselves from that whole inhuman thing just forget it ever happened uh oh, oh is it because they now have the rights again to the movies to, for X-Men? to x-men yeah i mean <laughs> I don't know if you followed the whole. I don't know if you followed the whole saga, but at one point, some of it, yeah. they wanted to make an Inhumans movie. Uh, did they was, make a TV show? They did, yeah. So it, Inhumans was originally slated for um, during. Oh the, yeah, I remember in, this. During the like Phase Three or whatever, it would have been in there with like some of the other Phase Three movies with like Doctor Strange and Black Panther and all of this other stuff, mm. but. Uh, I think it was Kevin Feige who was resistant to it. Somebody else was pushing for the Inhumans movie. And I think that person left or whatever. So Kevin was like, they can, they can turn it into a TV show. Um, and they didn't mm-hmm. make a movie out of it. The TV show turned into a mini series, which I've never actually finished watching. Uh, it's pretty rough. I didn't think it was any good and did, they never renewed it or did anything else with it. But I mean, that was sort of what they wanted to do, right? Was we don't have right. mutants. So it's like, this is better than mutants. They're inhumans. Inhumans. Yeah. And, you know, it was basically like, you know, 
mom, can we get mutants? And, you know, it's the, we have mutants like, at home. Mm. Yeah. And the mutants at home are the inhumans. You just, they're the Kmart mutants uh, yeah. or whatever. They're the store brand mutants. Uh, so that's, and Kamala Khan's character in the comics was created during that time where it's like, no mutants right. at all. Everything's inhumans. And now um, it's like, oh, she could be a mutant. Yeah. Now that they have the thing that more people recognize back under their control, it's like, everything's mutant now. I mean, it's been hinted that, I mean, this is the first person that it's ever been referred to as. And clearly the way that they set up the line, though, everything from like the camera angle, everything about this was meant for you to pay attention to him saying those words. So yeah, so it would, it would, it would hit you, but it's sort of been, it's sort of been hinted at that Wanda was, uh, perhaps has latent mutant genes or whatever because she well, had she is though like in the comics yeah oh no for sure but yeah, in, yeah. in wandavision they hinted uh hinted to it too that she had uh True. abilities before they were before she was ever introduced to the mind stone so mm-hmm. they've they've definitely hinted that there are maybe some people but i think they're yeah. finally being a little bit louder about it and i'm sure that will at some point lead to X-Men and various X-Men characters showing up. Uh, I mean, we already had Patrick Stewart show up once, so... And uh, apparently the guy from The Inhumans, though, reprised his character in Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Black Bolt. Black Anson Anson Mount. Yeah, he played played Black Bolt. And uh, (laughs) I guess this shouldn't have surprised me, but it did surprise me a little bit. They said his entire costume was CGI. His whole suit. He wasn't wearing a suit <laughs> at all. The whole suit was CGI. Face, like the helmet, everything. And I'm like, oh, wow. Really? A good job with that. Like, huh. it fooled me. Like, I just figured he was wearing a suit. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that's the sort of weird line we're at with movie magic now. Apparently, Tom Cruise and Top Gun Maverick flew a real jet around in that movie. 100% for real life, which doesn't surprise me. But when I watched the movie... Like what I saw was like, this is CGI. What what I saw was like, I mean, okay, I know he's actually doing it, but this doesn't look like anything they couldn't actually just recreate without the whole life threatening, risking your life at all sort of thing. It looks like they could one hundred percent create death switch. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. We we yeah. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about that. We should probably finish our thoughts, Jacqueline. Uh, yes. Any final thoughts on episode six? Um, no real other thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was a fun series. Um, I'm glad they made it. I'm excited to see these new younger heroes take Me over. Um, so, yeah, just, I guess, looking to see what else happens. <laughs> yeah, I think they've done a really good job with the likability of a lot of the younger characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Yelena, uh, Black Widow's sister, mm-hmm. uh, she's super likable. Uh, Kate Bishop is super likable. Kamala Khan yep. is super likable. Like all of these characters, like I'm not going to hate it when they're, when they're on screen. Uh, I, I don't know if America Chavez is going to be around more from Dr. Strange, I did like her, but we obviously didn't get to spend nearly as much time with her as we got to spend yeah. with some of these other characters. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think they're doing 
a pretty good job. I mean, I'm yeah. uh, I'm still waiting on uh, the Sam Wilson Captain America movie because I think they did wonders yes. for him as uh, I kind of went from sort of a, a a bit of a doubter as to you know if he was going to be able to to make that role work, but the TV show eliminated. Any Come of those on, doubts Anthony for me. Mackie's the best. He's so good, right? Come um, on. Yeah, by the end of it. And I don't know if you've seen this. We're spinning off on a lot of tangents here, but uh, there was an article recently somebody wrote about um, the next Captain America movie or whatever, and they're talking about Sam Wilson or whatever, and they, they sort of just mentioned him as Falcon or whatever, and uh, <laughs> Chris Evans, like retweeted this or quote tweeted it or something and he just wrote like in all capital letters like sam is captain america like that's it full stop like stop talking about me as captain america i'm not captain america anymore this guy he's done yeah he's done he's doing other movies now he's gone i wouldn't be surprised if he shows up at some point i don't want him to yeah no i don't i I mean i know i know exactly how you feel he had a perfect send-off but he did. He was an old man. They, like they like, but people like to ruin perfect things. So I know. <laughs> anyway, well, what would you give Robert, Ms. Marvel? Robert Downey Jr. is never coming back. Oh, I same. Would give it. Um, are we giving? Are we doing just the episode or the series as a whole? Just the episode, but we can do the series. That's something we don't normally do. But let's do oh, that for fun too. I would give this episode a three and a half. Okay. Um, I would give the series as a whole though. I'd go a little higher. I'd give it a four, and it's mm. mainly because, um introduced to a new character likability was there 100 percent, but yep. really it's about that family dynamic because mm-hmm. i just loved it and i thought that um her support system is just th- those characters were so great so yeah. that's that's what i do i'd give this one a three and three quarters probably I, but i okay. really 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 enjoyed that uh, that mid credit scene. I think that really bumped up sort of my excitement for mm. everything. Yeah. It kind of just, it kind of just worked. I was sort of hoping like, I wonder if they're going to do something with it. And uh, boy, did they, uh, I thought that was really interesting. Uh, also, I loved that line real quick before I give you the show score uh, that moment where he sort of his, her dad gives her the Ms. Marvel name and she's like i'm named after carol freaking danvers and her dad's like i have no idea who that is yeah (laughs) what is this total dad (laughs) total dad energy like i don't know what you're talking about um yeah it'd be the equivalent of one of my kids saying like oh you named me after this youtuber i'd be like i have no idea what you're talking about youtube wasn't a thing yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) no no sweetheart that dad was alive when tvs were square uh (laughs) <laughs> Not and rectangles had tubes. and tubes. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I probably agree with you. I think this is a, a four out of five show. Yeah. Uh, by and large, I really liked it, and almost all of it hinges on how good the casting and the performances were. Uh, sometimes the episodes were kind of just there for me, but oh boy, such an enjoyable cast and yeah. just well done all around. A, an excellent production from uh, the Marvel Studios. A great addition to the MCU. (laughs) Uh, Okay, everybody. 
that is the podcast for now. It'll be a little bit before we return. But in the meantime, you can head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. Of course, this is a listener-supported podcast, and there are a couple of ways you can help out there if you so choose. We have our Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. We have the merch store, geeklymerch.com. Links for both of those are in the show notes for this episode. And of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Audible. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hit subscribe, and that way you can join us sometime in August, I think it is. Yep. Uh, for when uh, somebody, at least me, uh, but probably Aurora as well, are going to come back to talk about She-Hulk on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs>